welcome to Just an Average NFL Podcast. Well, well, welcome in to... Whoa, there goes my mic. We're starting out with a bang. That was uh, (laughs) pretty cool there. Just an average. We're going to give you a little insight into what's going to happen. Just an average fantasy football podcast. That's going to be our new name after the break, but we're going to start using it now. Kind of rolls off the tongue. Yeah, yeah. Just an average fantasy football podcast. Just an average fantasy football podcast. I am your host, Daniel Hayes, with Matt Baker. That's me. And we're starting out with me knocking my mic over, him sneezing during the intro. Yeah, excuse me. So it's a hell of a... A little bit of a cold going on over here, a little sniffles. So if I'm uh, I try to back from the mic, but yeah, if you catch it, yeah, you got me. Well, you definitely caught me knocking my mic over. But either way, that's... that's hey, that's we that's, roll, we're just man. average here. That's, we, we do the that's best how, we can. That's how we roll. But... Um, uh, you can still find us at uh, avgnflpod.com, but I will say that ad is also going to be changing to avgffpod.com, hopefully. It if it's happen. not already stolen. I, should, I shouldn't probably put that out there. Somebody's going to go get it and then try to sell it to me. Just know I have no money. I'll just have to go find a different website. Yeah, we'll just create something. Yeah, else. you'll have to pay. You'll It'll have be, to pay the fifteen dollars to own the domain. Well, it's, it's actually going to be fantasy football, but it's going to be phph. Yeah, so it's going to be just an right. average phph <laughs> podcast. Yeah, it's fancy with it. all the f's are phs. Are PHs. Yes, that's yeah. how we roll. So it's if you're going to steal it, you. use that. It's yeah. going to just in just it's going to be avg phph pod. Pod. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. either way, stuff's going to be changing. But right now, we're still at avgnflpod.com. And, uh, and no, we didn't get any letters from the NFL yet. But that's, um, you know, I learned about um, copyrights and stuff uh, about halfway into this season. <laughs> so if it, on the off chance that we ever we ever garner any sort of following, then I have a feeling that we'll We'll get. We'll have to change it then, anyway. So yeah, might as well go ahead and beat the yeah, curve. NFL is licensed, and I didn't think about that or, yeah. or consider it when we made the pod. I mean, I guess I could make a few phone calls. We could just see if they give us permission. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, Kyle Yuschek's wife got the partnership agreement with her. She did with her, her uh, with with. I think it's pretty design, damn cool. Her, her whole what yeah, she does. It is really uh, cool. Uh, all handcrafted type stuff and, and and fashion type stuff. I mean, I guess it's a whole lot easier though to get a partnership with the NFL. When your husband's Kyle Juszczyk and Taylor Swift is your biggest customer. Yeah, well, that and you're making them <laughs> money. Like, there's there's a contract. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It's, the... it's, it's, it's bringing some, uh, some, but, some you light know, to them. But, they might feel pity on us. We're like, look, we're going to bring our eight listeners to the table. <laughs> and they're like, you know what? You can, nothing's going to come with this. You can <laughs> yeah. have it. And then <laughs> no. we get it in writing. Then yeah. it's gold. It's I mean, gold, yeah. And then we can sell it yeah, then to we'll somebody really that's going to be really Exactly. <laughs> uh, then we can retire. Uh, yes. But uh, yeah, we're gonna hit on some news, and then we're gonna go through the the top whatever we get to quarterbacks uh, on the year and the uh, year they had, and how we feel about those years, and how we feel about them moving forward uh, in both redraft and dynasty. So we're gonna talk talk through that um, and, uh, and and work through that, and then we're gonna kind of go through the other positions throughout the, the uh, remaining. Uh, weeks until the Super Bowl, we have this show. We actually have three counting this one, so we'll do um, we'll do quarterbacks today, and we'll do running backs, and then the last show we'll um, we'll, we'll do um, 
Wide receivers and tight ends, maybe. Well, we'll figure it out. Yeah, we'll see where quarterbacks go because there's a couple of these that probably don't require a lot of chit chat. We might yeah. do wrap tight ends up. In yeah, we might be able to throw tight ends on this one. Wide yeah. receivers, I think you got to be a little broader. You play yeah, a lot yeah. more we're, that running backs and, and wide receivers. Running backs as well. Time, so. So. But yeah, that's what we're going to close out the season with, and then we're going to take a break, revamp, rebuild, re- rebrand, and then uh, kick it off again starting uh, somewhere around. Uh, the drafts maybe a little sooner, depending on how crazy free agency gets. So talk a little bit, yeah. Talk a little about about what we think people are going to yeah, go. Or... Yeah, but so far a little bit of news. Uh, one Hawkinson had his surgery today. It's looking like he is at least going to start the season on the pup. But we've heard that before with a lot of players. So it's still yet to be seen on on his on his uh, status going into next season. But it is something to monitor, especially in dynasty. If you're you're a Hawkinson manager. Um, uh, you know how soon he's going to be ready to get out there and play. Um, you know, used to, and, and then uh, of course, who his quarterback's going to be. But um, but uh, and then as far as there's been some coaching changes, I'm not sure. I don't think we talked last week uh, about. Um, I'm not sure that the coaching changes had happened last week on Wednesday when we did the show. They might have happened afterwards. Yeah, I don't think so. I know the. Yeah, so the most recent one, the former defensive coordinator for the Ravens, Mike McDonald, is now the head coach. I didn't write it down of the uh, Seattle Seahawks. Yes, which I, I somehow I missed that when I was doing the news. I'm like, Seattle's got a coach now. Yeah, no, I they didn't. I didn't see it either. That's kind yeah. of strange. As much as I go through stuff too, so um, and so that's going to be interesting to see how that goes uh, up there and who he brings in as offensive coordinator. Uh, ben Johnson decided to stay in Detroit like he did last year, the offensive coordinator for the Lions. He is – this will be two seasons, off seasons in a row, that he is one of, if not the hottest, um, most desired coordinator to be a coach. And he both times he said, nah, I'm good. Um, I, I really think he's going to give it one more go-around with Dan Campbell and try to get that, that ring for them. Yeah. Um, in, in which we, I guess we need to talk about those games too. Uh, we'll talk about them in a second. Let me finish with these. But uh, offensive coordinator Dave, of the Tampa Buccaneers, Dave Canal, Canales, Canals, um, he's gone to the Panthers. I actually like this hire. Um, he is he is the reason or thought to be the biggest reason for Geno Smith and for Baker Mayfield's resurgence. Yeah. He he was part of uh, – he was with Seattle when – not obviously last year, but the year before – when Gino, yeah, when Gino had a yeah had the resurgence and his career took off, and then of course he's with Tampa this past year when Baker had resurgence. So hopefully, if he can't do anything else, hopefully he can come in and get Bryce Young at least to their level. If he can get him to their level, I'll, hey, I'll be stoked. Yeah, I mean, of where they were when he was yeah, their while coach. He was you there. Know? Yeah, I mean, because that both of them were top ten quarterbacks with yeah. him as the and, and and they were both playoff quarterbacks. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. So that's going to be interesting. They're going to retain, as long as he doesn't go anywhere else, the Panthers want to retain their current defensive coordinator. Uh, my, his name escapes me, but he was there last year, did a good job with the defense despite going 2-15 and 15 for the season. Uh, and then um, the uh, Arthur Smith found the one place that he could actually probably – Go and improve, and that's Pittsburgh, and he became their offensive coordinator. I don't understand the hire on um, Pittsburgh's behalf because, you know, he's just a better version, a slightly better version of the ass they already had. You know, it's like I mean, so it's 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 kind of sucks for fantasy. I know you made some deals, uh, you are a deal 
to uh, to get uh, Pickens. Yeah, I went out to grab Pickens and hoping I, that their offense was going in a way. You know, you really like what Pickens is. If they can get any kind of respectable quarterback play for any extended period of time, or even, I mean, if you look at what Rudolph did with Pickens at the end of the season, it was pretty good. If he'd have been there all season, yeah. You know? And if Pickett can figure out how to throw Pickens the ball, and, and he's still the QB next year, but um, you know, I I don't know it. it it feels bad, but I will say, when he was the OC, Arthur Smith was the OC for the Titans. AJ Brown was good. That's mm-hmm. what got you know AJ yeah. Brown his money in Philly. Um, you know, and and Derrick Henry was good, and they used that play action. And so when he's not the guy that's calling all the shots, maybe if he's yeah, got a head coach, it's like. No, we're not going to run the the third string freaking tight end every Godwin time. Godwin Mbuke. Yeah, that's his name. I already <laughs> looked it up earlier. Up. <laughs> I, I went ahead and got that. It's I saved it just in case because you know it's one of those things where it's like okay, <laughs> listen. I need everybody to know that no part of what we do is remotely scripted. No, and the fact that I brought up the third string tight end and he had already gone and looked it up because Arthur Smith was there. I, I knew. Oh, look, that's I good. did. I did my research. That's I know good. what's going on with this man. You're I'm like, like, who could I potentially get that's going to get screens and we actually goal line all carries. the goal line work exactly. That's that's who we're going to look at right there. That's who's going to be. Who's, we're going to be like, what is this? He's been in the yeah. league for six years. We're just now hearing about him. Well, I'll I mean, tell you, uh, I don't know which running back to go after, though, because um, here's the problem. If Arthur Smith hates the fantasy community, the fantasy community likes Najee and Jalen Warren. Yeah, I know. So who's the who's the running back on that team that nobody likes? Is uh, is uh, What's his face? A- Anthony McFarland. Oh, there That's you go. That's where so they're going to go. Get all the Anthony all McFarland the you can to, get. He's right now. He's sixth on the list right now, or fifth on the list, I think, <laughs> depth chart-wise. So... And I mean that's that's got to be Snell, who it is. Wasn't there a Snell there at some point? He was. I think he's on the practice squad now. But but yeah, no, uh, it's it's got to well, be. Well, if he's still on the practice point. squad, he'll be elevated. He'll be up. elevated up, and yeah, then he'll exactly. get all the the the, the goal line carries. Yeah. Um, Are you going to see a lot more? Ward will get like three carries a game now. Yeah. Ward, uh, and Najee Najee will get like eight carries a game, and yeah. then Benny Snell. And uh, Anthony McFarlane will each get like 10 to 15 a game. Each, yeah. yeah. And they'll split it up. And then, they'll get all the goal And then that third there. string tight end is going to uh, basically make Friar Muth non-existent. Yeah, Connor Hayward's <laughs> going to show up out of nowhere. Uh, Rodney Williams, whoever that guy yeah, is. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but, yeah, Arthur Smith is now the OC in Pittsburgh, so that's awesome. I uh, mean, like you said, hopefully he does good with it. I mean, I, I got high faith in Pickens. I think he is a talent, and it may not be this year, but he's going to be something. Well, he's going to be huge in that. Event. Arthur Smith did get his job as a head coach based off of how good he was as an offensive coordinator. Yeah. But make no mistake, Arthur Smith is a run-first and run-heavy yeah. offensive coordinator. But if they can do that and they can have a quarterback that can utilize the play action – then there can be one, maybe two receivers who will benefit in that offense. Over, yeah. And so if, as long as it's the Pickens, you know, and, and maybe, you know, Deontay Johnson is going to be there. So he's he's going to get, you know, his his share. He's the, he's getting all the money right now because Pickens yeah. is still on his rookie contract. And so they're going to want to get him the ball. But um, but I think he, I think they can support two as long as they find a competent quarterback. That's yeah, the they, key. They can get the quarterback. What they do there, out. I thought Rudolph was 
okay towards the end of the season, but I don't think he's a franchise quarterback. Yeah, no. I don't think Pickens is a franchise quarterback. I don't either. Or Pickett. Pick Kenny Pickett, yeah. Pickett, yeah. So, I don't know. Uh, Mac Jones will probably be available. They didn't pick up the fifth year for him. And uh, and they, they've come out, reports are they're not going to pick up the fifth year option. In, that in, makes a lot of sense. Yeah, New England. So. I, don't, I don't, yeah, I, don't, I see that. I, I, see where, uh, I see what they're doing here. Yeah. All they don't right. need two backups. We'll just say that. They don't need yeah. to keep two backups yeah. on their team. All right, let's let's uh let's hit on some um let's hit on the uh the ch- the conference championship games. All right, so they had the big games this weekend to, to decide the Super Bowl, <laughs> and uh, the the uh, the first game on the slate wasn't the NFC the, the first game or was it, no Chiefs no Chiefs Ravens. Chiefs Ravens was the first game. That's right. Yes, that was the one I slept through most of the the, the game because I was fucking. Maybe a little hungover from the night before, uh-huh. and a little yep. tired, and uh, and then I, and then I caught my nap in that game so I could watch the whole of the uh, 49ers game. But I did see enough of it, and I did go back and watch a lot of the highlights. Um, I don't know if Travis Kelsey is done, like as a fantasy asset in football. I mean, he sure looked bad the second half of the season. Um, but playoff, he has opened up to a whole. Bruh. He's back to maybe he was just saving himself. Young Kelsey, he might have been just kind of sitting back and yeah, waiting. Yeah, he's just like, look, I'm just going to take it easy. We kind of came out of the gates a little hard. I, I don't want to be tired by the playoff, so I'm going to hold out. Yeah. And then he, they played Miami, and he's like, we're beating them pretty good. Just I'm just going to kind of take mm-hmm. it easy. But then when the lights got brighter and the brighter and the brighter, he's just he's broke Jerry Rice's record now. Man, I mean, and that's couple, big time. He had a couple catches in that game that it, it would astounds me as a tight end, but yeah. even a receiver would have had yeah. trouble with. I mean, just I mean, like, he's he's was, insanely athletic. We yeah. we know that for for a guy his size and his age now. You got to yeah. think too. I mean, he's getting older up in there. I mean, where are we he's got to be like seventy something yeah. now. Well, in football NFL years, years. That's what I'm yeah, saying. Yeah, NFL like, years, he's close to seventy. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. So I mean, it's that's. Some of them yeah. catches, man. Yeah, he's at least in his NFL sixties. Yeah, definitely. So, um, but uh, he's uh, that one catcher. Uh, one of them you're talking about is one where he dove made middle the dive. Of the, middle of the field. Yeah, just did, did it, you it see? It looked like Mahomes threw it away. No, to well, get here's rid the thing. I, I don't know if you. I, I watched them. I think they were on. Um, they were definitely on McAfee, but it, it might have been on New Heights. So I saw a clip where where Jason was asking him about the yeah it was it was New Heights. So Jason was asking Travis about that catch, and he's like, "Look, I ran the wrong route." He goes, I'll tell you straight up. He goes, I ran the wrong route, and then my quarterback was scrambling, expecting me to be in one place, and I wasn't, yeah. and now he's running for his life, and so he just threw it up, and I knew I had to do everything <laughs> to make it up for running the wrong route. And he did it. Yeah, he did, yeah. Uh, because um, – if you watch, if you remember the play, Mahomes got his legs taken out in that game. Like the the, the defender came in, rolled and just, him over, yeah, just took his legs out, and he went straight. He got he got hit pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that, I thought that was pretty funny. But that you know that's that's part of their uh, magic is the the fact that they are both improvisers. Kelsey might be one of, if not the greatest imp, route improviser um, of of all time, where he he couldn't play. Like, if Kelsey played with a quarterback who is like, you have to be in this place where you're supposed to be, or yeah. you know, or I can't function, or it's not going to, he work would out. not have made yeah. it. He 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 needs to be able to have some freedom to operate because that's his game. He likes to figure out. He he can read the defense on the fly. He can find soft places in the zone to sit down, um, and, and and stuff like that. 
And the Mahomes and him, they just have a mind meld. And then Mahomes himself is a is an improviser at quarterback. Yeah. And so they work so well, and they're kind of when they're on the same page. Obviously, based off of the fact that the records that they're setting right now in, in the playoffs, and and the, the the fact that they may get a, what their third ring together. Yeah. Um, based off of all that, proves that, that these guys are they're on a whole another level from everybody else. But uh, yeah, so they they've they've definitely turned it on. They have absolutely turned oh, it on. Yeah. And then Lamar turned it off. You know, like you look at if you look at his stats, his stats didn't look terrible from the game. But if you watch the game, it just looked like he was in slow motion. It did. He didn't like didn't he didn't, didn't know where to go. Seem like he was to, comfortable at times. It, it was. It he just, made he made terrible reads. To, um, uh, even in the scramble game, he made terrible decisions. Where he there was one play where he just kept backing up, backing up, backing up, backing up, and then he was barely able to throw the ball him, out of bounds. Get rid of it before yeah, he was before. sacked for like a twenty five yard loss. Yeah, you know? there, there was it was quite. It, I don't know. Watching the game, it felt like I was watching. Watching the the week before yeah. Chiefs, <laughs> you know, yeah. you know what a team you know is competent and has done yeah. well, and they just didn't look cohesive. They didn't. Yeah, didn't well, I think a, a lot of credit's got to go to the Chiefs defense and their their play call design. They did really good for the majority of the game of of, of, of putting a curtain out yeah. there with their with their defensive ends where they didn't necessarily um, try to collapse down to try to 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 uh, sack the quarterback. They did more of a we're going to contain him we're going to try to keep him from getting to the edges yeah. try to slow him down a little bit i mean he still got some good runs all in all but um th- they forced him more towards the middle of the field and less let him have the sides more and then i thought it was a terrible game plan overall from the ravens for lamar you know i get that with this todd munkin offense they want to throw the ball more but th- it was just it was a situation where the Chiefs were like, okay, they want to play this pass first type offense. Yeah. Well, we're going to see if Lamar can pass first and beat us. Yeah, and beat us out and, of it. And and then, and then their defense uncharacteristically couldn't stop the run. I mean, yeah. Pacheco was gashing them. He was. And when you're going to be able to run the ball for seven, eight yards a clip, it's it, it's just it's virtually impossible for defense to do anything because they don't know what to prepare for. They were stacking eight in the box and they were still getting gashed. Yeah, they were getting moved off the line of scrimmage. the The O line for Kansas City was just dominating, and in that sense, it was like it was going to have to be a shootout, and they weren't ready for a shootout. You mm-hmm. know? And, and not to mention, they don't really have much of a run game right now outside of Lamar. You know, Gus didn't really get anything going. Hill's not going to really get anything going. So Hill had three carries for three yards. Gus had three carries for twenty yards. But I want to say one was like seventeen yeah. yard, eighteen. So yards. they had a total of six carries. Yeah, the whole game outside yeah. of Lamar's eight carries, but even still yeah. fourteen carries still, on the whole offense. That's that's terrible. Really low. Yeah, and and the game wasn't a blowout until it didn't yeah, get really well, get away till late. So there was really no reason for them for to be so pass happy well, yeah, that, that early. Well, that and they they kind of beat themselves too. I mean. Um, you know the the fumble, forced fumble right at the end zone by the, Flowers. The fumble through the end zone. That yeah. was a that was a bad. Ho- I mean, he yeah. should have held the ball even if he went down at the one. They would have been right. fine. You right. know, yeah, that, that, that was a boneheaded play. The interception and the, in the red zone from yes. Lamar. You know that was, and then the taunting, which was a yeah, killer. Taunting definitely, and, killed, and that yeah. was just dumb. It's like okay, look, I, I, watching it, it wasn't egregious. It wasn't yeah, like yeah, the yeah. guy was like teabagging him or anything, mm-hmm. but. He was still standing so, over him. Let's be professional, guys. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I well, mean, it's, it's not even like if these guys they get away with it in a sense of they'll get up and they'll just like 
like bump chest with a guy and they'll like act like they're they won't look at him and they'll walk away talking shit. Yeah, yeah. But they're not looking at the guy and and if the guy's on the ground, you can't stand over him and yeah, make and, gestures. Yeah. Now, look, it was chippy all game and I'm not going to sit here and act like Kansas City was were the Angels. No, they you know, they did look a lot better to me well, than Kelsey I thought was, they were going to. Kelsey was was trying was, to bully guys out there. Yeah. It, it was it was about attitude. Um, they started early in the game when they were fucking with Tucker in his warm ups. That was yeah, but pre, it, pre- yeah, pre-game and getting and in their stuff. heads and it was, it's all it's all gamesmanship. But I don't think I think Baltimore expected to be the bullies and they got bullied. And they got bullied, yeah. And and I, and, the, and I think Kansas City people don't really expect them to be bullies, but they're bullies, bro. Yeah. I mean, Chris oh, yeah. Jones on that def- defensive line, that guy is a. That's all. He's a bully. He's, he's yeah. Yeah, you know, and, and 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 Travis Travis Kelsey. Say what you want to say about him, he's a bully. Yeah, and and, and he's going to get in your head. He's not going to back down from anybody. And and so they, it just seems like they weren't ready for it. It seemed like uh, Patrick Queen and a couple other defenders, they were letting Kelsey get in their head. Yeah, and they were acting out of character, and they were getting pushed around. Their their line line of scrimmage was being controlled by Kansas City, and it was just it was one of those games, and you know. You can't really everybody like everybody who loses like oh it was the refs it was the refs. Here's the thing, man. Number one, don't ever put it in the hands of the refs. And two, if you don't think that call where Mahomes got clotheslined is going to get called t- ten out of ten times, you're smoking yeah. crack. You're you're frankly you're 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 you're, you're doing hard drugs because that's going to get called by everybody all the time. All the time. Yeah, yes. especially on the Mahomeses. And the Burrows and, and the big name guys, they're going to get called. He he, he basically was closed. It looked like one of the guys uh, I read somewhere was like some guy said it looked like uh, that play from the the uh, the longest yard. Oh yeah yeah yeah. When he when the when the the the, the guy closed the what was his name. Oh, um, I just I literally just watched it. Like yeah, wasn't it? Uh, well, well, Adam Sandler was in the remake, but uh, yeah, where they basically clotheslined him or whatever. Yeah. But it, it, but either who yeah it was definitely it was definitely uh, I, I don't I didn't really I, I saw some bad calls but I don't feel like it was bad towards one team or the other no. Kansas, everybody's always going to say Kansas City is getting all the calls and then you got all the the script believers who were like oh well they changed the script because they want Taylor at the Super Bowl type bullshit but I think ultimately the game was was pretty straight up and and frankly the Ravens just they weren't ready they weren't ready to get pushed around yeah i mean watch like i said watching the game i felt like had the ravens that we saw all season been there they would have easily handled that game yeah. i mean the but the chiefs did look better than they had previous weeks like yeah. i feel the teams that they played yeah, it, the bills beat themselves yeah and the chiefs got the win and the week before that the dolphins beat themselves no the they, dolphins got well, beat it, the it weather like, beat the dolphins and the un, yeah. un, un, inability to play in that particular yeah. instance was but Kansas City showed up when they yeah I mean they put up twenty six it was like twenty six to three three or something yeah no I I get that but I mean it just like but this game looked like Kansas City deserved to win they were one hundred percent the better team that played even though I felt like the Ravens should have been and they just won I mean well I don't know what they're gonna do now because they made that fucking. Super Bowl logo, the color for a reason, and now it's all red. It's all so, sorts of red. Because yeah. if you go to the other game, the Lions and the 49ers, you know, it, it was – that was a game of two halves. It was a good game, too. You know, the, the Lions dominated the first half. Mm-hmm. Um, but I will say, look, I love Dan Campbell, and, and I love aggressive. And, and I will say, he, he's a guy that's – Dan Campbell's going to die with his boots on. He's he, mm-hmm. He's going to go out – how he is he's it's always i think it's one of those he's always going to be on his terms yeah if he can help it um 
the first time when they went for it the first time instead of kicking the field goal, I felt like that was like you have an opportunity to go up by three scores here. Yeah, just and I get what you're doing, but it's like three being up by three scores mentally is a little bit tougher. You know, it's it's it's, it's all it's part of a head game. You're trying mm-hmm. to play with the other team too, and so I I feel like that was part of the. You know, the second one, I don't know, it was a forty. It was going to be like a forty-eight yard field goal. Their kicker isn't the best, so maybe you push it. Or, you know, you go for it. But you know, it was. Uh, but it was also another situation of of you know stupid mistakes too. You know, yeah, well, they fumbled the ball. And... Uh, the tip pass that ended up that Ayuk made a great catch off of. Yeah, that was you know definitely situational awareness. You know, it was a little short. It got tipped, but yeah. he made the best of it and worked it out. And it yeah, definitely went into best best. Um, but the 49ers, they persevered. You know, they 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 were down at halftime. They just went to the locker room. They they put their work boots on and they came back out and. Uh, you know, there were players, I think it was Garner Johnson on the sidelines in the first half was waving by to the... Uh, Deuce, um, oh, what's his name? Stanley Deuce, or De- he changed his name now. Oh, <sighs> What's his name? Garner Johnson changed his name? Yeah. Well, either way, he was waving to the players in the stands in the first half saying bye when they were up by two scores. And uh, it's like, dude, after he'd been talking shit that previous week about Debo... The, yeah. Did you Which- see... The- I would. I want to apologize real quick too. I did. I could have swore they said that Debo was not going to be playing that game. Right. And I said it on the, the the podcast last week. And then they came out like two days before the game, and they're like, "Debo's playing." And I'm like, well, "Wait a second. I Bro, swear." And I, I almost lost looking. a fantasy championship by thinking that um, somebody was thinking that Jamar Chase wasn't going to play because I read somewhere it said uh, yeah. not likely. I, I could and have I didn't swore. hear the not likely part. I just heard he was going to be out. So it happens. <laughs> it happens. I could have swore, and it just wasn't. I was wrong. I guess, and it's just where it showed up. But yeah, he was talking smack about Debo. Debo out goes out there and and makes him look dumb, and then uh, they end up losing in the second half. I mean, it was a good game all around. I feel bad for Detroit, but in a way. But I also, it's like, hey, you guys got farther than you've gotten over thirty years. So, CD you know, Deuce, CD Deuce, C E E D Y D U C E is what he changed his name to. CD Deuce. No, Court documents are on the way. So it's because uh, it was Ch- Ch- was it Chad. Gardner uh, Johnson, uh, Chris, Chad Johnson. Or, no, um, no, not Chad Johnson. No, it was Chris. He his first you're name about starts Ocho with a C. No, Ch- Gardner Johnson's first name starts with a C. Oh, That's where it's, it's CJ. Yeah, it's Deuce. CJ. His name's CJ Gardner Johnson. This is his name. No, okay. I don't know what the CJ stands for, but it's CJ Gardner Hypen Johnson. Okay, well then I don't know why it's CD Deuce. Yeah, I don't know what it, why it is either. It's something to do. I read an article. That's the only reason I knew what so, it was. <laughs> These um, football players, he's these eccentric defensive backs. I thought you were trying to bring up series. Chad Johnson. Where he no, changed no, his you, name he changed it. Yeah. yeah, that's what no, I, no, I was, I was trying to. I thought the CD was because his initial initials. I thought there were two C's. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, there yeah. somewhere. I mean, there was. Uh, I was trying to find the correlation of CD Deuce, where the Deuce was too. I don't know. Yeah, I thought it made more sense based off of how his name was constructed, but I can't see it now. But either way, there's a reason for it. He had a, well, he it was because it, it's because he made himself look like a dumbass. Now he's trying to change it so people forget. <laughs> <laughs> Probably because <laughs> uh, they were clowning him in the uh, 49ers locker room when he was doing his press conference because they were like, "Oh, look, he's sad now." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. But uh, but yeah, so 49ers and uh, the Chiefs. And I get it. Everybody's like, oh, nobody wants to see this game. Actually, I want to see this game. I think uh, uh, we're with the Chiefs, with Mahomes in particular, 
we might currently be in the era where we're watching the greatest quarterback of all time. I know everybody calls Brady the GOAT, and that's fine. But I'll tell you right now, you give me my options. If I take Brady in his prime or I take Mahomes in his prime, I'll take Mahomes 10 out of 10 times. Yeah. That is not a knock against Brady. That's just I think Mahomes is that much better. I think he's that much better athletically, and and uh, and and I think that he is a better overall quarterback than Tom Brady is. Uh, and when it's all said and done, he may have the stats to back that up as well. You know, yeah. but we might be currently sitting in an era where we're watching the greatest quarterback of all time. And if you, this can be a thing where you know we're, we're we can be eighty years old. Telling people like, yeah, dude, I saw Mahomes play. We like saw I saw that the same way that people that, that you talk to people now, they're like, yeah, I saw Bradshaw play. I saw so and so play. I saw you know, I saw Hakeem Olajuwon play, or not um, uh, uh, <laughs> Hakeem Abdul Jabbar play. I saw Magic Johnson play. You know, I saw Larry Bird. You, you know, to see those guys, to see these guys in real time, I remember as a kid watching Jordan play. Mm-hmm. You know, I could tell people I was in a, a building. I got to see Jordan play it live and like see it yeah, as, like, a, as a as a high school kid, and you know that's that's one of those things where you, you could be watching that right now, and you have to respect that. You don't have to like it. You don't have to be a Chiefs fan. You don't have to root for it, but you need to at least understand it. You need to maybe kind of be in the moment of I'm currently watching who could end up being the greatest of all times, undisputed when yeah. it's all said and done. You know, can you imagine if you went to arena and got to see Muhammad Ali box? Oh, yeah. You know, you got to see something that great happen in front of you and, you know, something that history books are talking about. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, I, I, I want to respect that. And then you look on the other side of the ball with the 49ers, they're just a really solid team. And you got a guy in Brock Purdy who was the last pick of the draft. In his second year in the NFL, this dude doesn't even make enough money that he can afford his own place to live in San Francisco. And so he has roommates because he makes the league minimum. Yeah. And he's about to be – and he's was in the running for the MVP. He's on one of the best teams, maybe the best team in the NFL, and he's now in the Super Bowl. And he just went and, and fucking dominated the second half of his championship game and showed that he's got what it takes. And so you're watching two – Opposite sides of a spectrum when it comes to what people think. You got a guy who was the last pick that was a throwaway pick. You got Patrick Mahomes who was groomed to be and quite possibly could be one of the greatest of all times. And, and you're watching them go head to head. And I, I think that you, this is the moment that people don't forget the moment that we're watching. I know everybody's pissed, Taylor Swift, this and that, and all this, blah, blah, blah. But there's still this thing that's here that should, I believe, be respected. If you enjoy sports, you enjoy what you're, you know, the, the the reverence of the moment. Yeah. Well, what I would like to take from the entire Super Bowl personally is to actually pay homage to probably the greatest running back that's ever played in the NFL, in my opinion. And, yeah. And he earns he he deserves to be where he's at as well because yeah. Christian McCaffrey is that dude is he's, he's something he's completely him. else. He, he's him. I mean, is is everything you can say you can put on Mahomes as a quarterback and his talent and. And, like, my, my biggest, not knock, but the biggest difference I see between Mahomes and Brady is that Brady allowed his team to help him win all the games. He took pay cuts to keep people around him to protect him. He helped make sure that the defense stayed to where they played well as a team, and he managed everything and did it all. Mahomes, yeah. 
he got his money, and they they made cuts, and they tried to get new O line. They had the worst O line, still made it to playoffs. They batted shit defense. Took so two he's weeks. Doing more to, of less. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. That's yeah. where I would. That's where I see the line between Mahomes and Brady. Brady's the greatest as of right now because of what his accomplishments are, because of what he did to get where he is. Right. Mahomes is doing it, but Mahomes is doing it. You right. know if that makes sense. But I just feel like Christian McCaffrey. I'm just glad. I'll just say this. I'm, I'm glad he went to the 49ers. Yeah. And he's in a place he's to gonna, where he's yeah, he he's gonna moment. get he, he got a good shot at a ring. Yes. And I, I I really do think yeah. had he stayed with the Panthers or had he gone he to never a lesser got team, a ring with yeah, exactly what I'm saying. Or had he gone to a lesser team, it's it's almost like wasted yeah. talent. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's it's it's, well, it's not see, wasted, but but you want to see the best players in the brightest lights. Exactly. That's where the magic's made. Everybody talks about Dan. Nobody will ever say Dan Marino is the greatest quarterback of all time when he might actually be the greatest quarterback of all time, but he don't have any rings. Exactly. Because yeah, he didn't get a chance to play under the brightest lights. Mm-hmm. Had he got two rings, people would tell you straight up and down, this dude's the greatest of all time. So exactly. And, and 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 so you give you give him this opportunity. You know, is one of the saddest things about Barry Sanders career because I I personally believe the two greatest running backs I've ever seen is Bo Jackson and Barry Sanders. Mm-hmm. Barry Sanders to me is the best. Now Bo Jackson is the greatest athlete I've ever seen. But Barry Sanders never got a chance to play at this level. Yeah. And had he had the opportunity to, to have some playoffs and to have Super Bowl type runs, then he would be, you know, every, you know, talked about way more than Emmett Smith was. Yeah. You know? And so yeah, I agree with you. You know the for him to be able to go out there and show everybody what he's able to do. And, you know, he's just the – he just does his job. You know, he keeps his head down, does it, you know, chop a wood type thing. And, and and I feel like that whole team has that mentality. If you look at this team, I don't really think there's anybody on this team who is super bombastic, who is a super diva type player. Oh, they yeah, all just no. show up and they just go out there and, and work, you mm-hmm. know. And so I think and, – and, and, you know, I kind of feel the same way about Kansas City. Now, I will say Travis is a little bit of a, a ham, yeah. but uh, he's a hardworking ham. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? He, he'll, he'll chop wood, too. Um, you know, Tyreek's obviously not there. He would be the diva, but that dude's the deep, the fastest, best diva catching divas out there. Yeah, exactly. Um, but, yeah, I, I just think all in all, it's, it, I just you have two good defenses. You have two good offenses. These are the best teams. Yeah. And we might be looking at the greatest – if not the greatest running back, at least top five greatest top, running yeah, back. Yeah, one of, of the time. top best running backs. And if yeah, not the greatest quarterback, at least top three greatest quarterback of all time. Of all time, yeah. And if not the greatest tight end, if at not, least top, top three two. greatest <laughs> tight end of yeah. all time, um, all, all currently happening the at the same game. Yeah. In the moments that we're all able to sit here and enjoy it, with and, a lot of other non schlubs, yeah, you know, like yeah. you got a lot of other names. And, and well, we have names there like Rasheed Rice. We don't know what he's going to be. Yeah, you know, this guy's just a dude that's starting out. That's really good. Uh, we don't know what Pacheco is going to turn into. Mm-hmm. And so you still have these guys that we may look back and go, dude, I remember when so and so was it was in that Super Bowl and, and 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 nobody knew about him until that game. Yeah, when exactly. he did X, Y, and Z. You know, so <laughs> uh, you know we don't. I, I just you know everybody yeah everybody's bitching because it's it, the 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 hoopla around all the other things, but I don't ever want to forget about the game and the and what we're we possibly watching in the moments that we're watching. Well, that's, so. everybody gets caught up in the drama outside of the game because they feel that they're taken away from the yeah. game. But yeah, as long as you're in it for the game, the drama doesn't matter. No. I mean, that's my and thing. the only it's thing taken like, away from the game is everybody who's either pissed off about 
something or who is defending something. So everybody who's pissed off about Taylor and everyone who's defending, which I'm, I'm, you know, I'm part of this crowd as well. Those are the same ones that take away from the game because you have the same persons like they post the, sh- the negative stuff, and well, you got this other person who's only posting the positive stuff, but nobody's posting about the actual game. Yeah, so. exactly. But either way, let's move on. We we spent enough time there, so we're going to run through some QBs um, and uh, talk about how we feel about them. Okay, so we're going to start at the top. The first two we can go. We don't get to spend a ton of time here. The first two, uh, Josh Allen, Jalen Hurts. And now this is in four-point leagues, weeks one through 17. Um, but Josh Allen, Jalen Hurts, look, both of them, I mean, you, you look through their weeks, it's like the week one, both of them put up 12 points. Outside of that, I think Josh Allen had one other week where he was under 15. Yeah, Maybe one other week he was under 20. They, they, but yeah. every other week you played them, you were fine. You, you, were, you were happy. Uh, what they Hertz did. had a bad week, week 14, but I think that was that injury week too where he messed right. his finger up or whatever. Right. So, you know, he, you had that week 14, and then you also had week one with him, and then you had week one with Josh Allen at 12, and yeah. then you had, uh, what was it, week five or week six at 14.9. Yeah. Which 14.9 doesn't kill you. Yeah. And so outside of that, these guys were absolute money in the bank. Yep. Um, uh, you could put them in. You didn't have to worry about them, and they were awesome. Um, I had them both in a super flex, and uh, you know, I felt pretty good about yeah, that. It seems it's probably yeah. a good feeling. Won me championship. Oh yeah, hey, there there you go. But uh, all right. So number three on the list is Lamar. Um, also, uh, real quick, if if it doesn't require a whole lot of explanation, we're not going to spend a whole lot of explanation. Yeah, yeah. So next on the list is Lamar. Lamar was fairly solid, but it was a bit of a roller coaster. You know, you had thirty point weeks, and then you had eleven point weeks. You know, and so it wasn't as consistent, but he's, you know, Lamar is, he's still a solid top five fantasy quarterback um, who gives you fairly safe floors for most of your weeks and tremendous upside. Oh, yeah. And so. You could easily get a 30-point week out of him, but you got to be ready to take them 12s when they come. Right. I mean, that's that's where it's got to What's going to happen? And here's uh, and then number four was uh, Dak Prescott. Here's the real roller coaster. Six points, 19, 15, 14, 7, 24, 29, 28, 38, 16, 32, 28, 17, 7. Yeah. You know? And 18. so you had a really good he, – he's very streaky. We know that. Yeah. Um, and and uh, But he was that middle part, bro. Yeah, you were riding a high. Uh, yeah, I, I I thought he was going to take me to championship. And I got, then he killed me in yeah. the first round of the playoffs. In the playoffs, yeah. yeah. and knocked me out, basically, with him and a couple other players. But, yep. uh, but yeah, so, so that, you know, my thing with Dak is it just feel it feels like, it may, this may not be the truth, it just feels like when you needed him the most is when he shit on you. Mm-hmm. So, uh, Jordan Love. Now, this is the interesting one to me. Um him and Purdy, both the next two, five and six. Um, if you look at Jordan Love, he started out great, kind of died off a little bit, and then he picked it picked it up pretty hard at the end of the season, minus one week, where he dropped down below 10. Um, going into next season, you know, I feel like uh, he was really consistent towards the end. He is a pocket passer. He rarely uses his legs. Um, and so you you got to have the volume with him. Uh, you need 250 and two, or, or you're going to have a – you know, probably not have a good week. And so there's always that volatility with the pocket passing quarterback. But 
I think he's, you know, as a, as a fi- fantasy option. I mean, what are you looking at next year? Is this somebody you're targeting if you can get him at a, at a price? Because I think, I think his price might be a little bit higher. I, I think it's, I think where he's at right here kind of played victim to not having a, a run game through most of the season and them having to pass a lot. So, I mean, as much as I trust him as a quarterback, he will definitely be a, a QB1. But I personally think that people are going to want a little more for him right now than what yeah. he's going to finish out. If that makes sense, like yeah, AJ Dillon well, especially was especially Superflex. Yeah, yeah I mean you're looking at Superflex Dynasty now. If we're talking redraft, and I can grab him in the third round or something, you take him in the third. I would take him in, in a third, single QB in, in a single QB redraft because I mean you look at Allen Hurts, Lamar. Those four are probably going to go, and Mahomes, even though he finished seven, he's still probably going to go in the first or second round. And if you can get him in the late third. You get Jordan Love. Well, I don't know. You know, this is an interesting conversation we can have at another point. But I do know that it was kind of trending this last, you know, redraft season of taking quarterbacks early based off of last the year before the year 2022. Before. Yeah. But after the year we've had with these quarterbacks, where the top was great. Yeah, you're you're right. I yeah, think you're, I think Allen and Hurts. You're, you're tapped. They're, they're probably gonna, go they're going to be gone in the first two rounds, no doubt. But I don't know about the rest because of the volatility. And because of, uh, you know, it's going to be interesting to see how that plays. It may be back to what it used to be where maybe you can get somebody like Lamar in the fourth round. And, you know, too, i got to think, the only real redrafts I have are kind of home league. So, I mean, I guess I need to get a little more out there. Instead of trying to predict the round, because that's a little bit volatile, try to predict where you would take him in the quarterbacks. Like, would you – he's right now QB5. Would you draft him QB5 – off the board, or where would you be looking to get him? Because I mean, so, you got these other guys underneath. If I want security, still, I mean, look at Herbert all the way down to sixteen. He's not going to be drafted at sixteen yeah, next yeah. year, you know. I mean, as far as like security wise and everything, I'd probably go. There's probably quite a few people I'd probably go, you know, before him, just because, like I said, I felt he he finished out the so year. Really you, well. Like eight, nine, ten. I think nine or ten. I think, so you're I looking probably yeah you're looking way down then a little bit farther down. I think he's good because I just like I said they had no they had very little run game this year with AJ Dillon and if they move to improve that they draft somebody or you know they're still got Aaron Jones there and hopefully he stays healthy, but that's going to take away from how much they have to pass. All right, and, well let's look at this next year. Are you taking him over Dak? Yeah, probably. Okay, are you taking him over Goff? No, probably so not. So you would take Goff over him? I would probably take Goff next over year. him. Next year. Okay, so would you take Goff over Dak then? Yeah, I'd take Goff Oh, well, yeah, because you're taking him over Dak. Yeah, I would definitely take Goff over All right, so um, Tua. Would you take him over Tua? Yeah. I, I'm, not, I'm not big on Tua, really. I think that's that's slowly starting yeah. to fizzle out. Would you, take, was, would you take him over Tua? Yeah, I'd take him over Tua. I think You would say, okay, I mean, I not think, Tua, I mean Herbert. Um. That would be tough. I'd need to see news on how he's coming back from his injury, and okay, because he had surgery on his thumb or whatever. And I still that team's so volatile. I don't know what's going on with them in, right. as a whole as a team. And yes, I trust Herbert. If you told me Herbert was good, yeah, and we were trending towards, yeah, you let's, know, let's go off there. Let's go off the idea that Herbert it, is going to be healthy. It's going to be like looking into the season from last yeah. year. I'd probably take. What about Herbert. Purdy? I, Probably take Purdy over him. Okay. Yeah, I'd probably so, take Purdy. Yeah, over so him. that's that's putting him around that eight, it's, nine, ten. It's range. a lot more, yeah, yeah lot, right, so, more secure of what where they're going. Yeah, because I mean, Purdy's also was also volatile this year. You know, yeah, he, he had some up and down weeks. Yeah, right? and, and but if you look, he had no thirty point weeks. 
Yeah. Um. So his his like that upside that that league winning side, but I guess neither did did um Love. Love had no thirty point yeah, weeks no, he either. Had all just and so the, they're essentially they were pretty similar. They're pretty damn similar. Yeah. I mean, uh, Jordan Love averaged nineteen and a half. Uh, Purdy averaged nineteen point uh, two. They were only five points difference in their their uh, total score. And I would say, you know, their highs were about the same. Their lows were about the same. So, yeah, I, I feel like they're both pretty similar. So, at that point, you're really just betting on the skill players around them and, and what they and what you think who's, they're going to do. Who's going to be there and what they're yeah. going to do with what they got, yeah. So, here's the real thing. Mahomes at seven with this uh, team. Now, Kansas City, there's a lot that factors into that. One, Kansas City's defense was better than what people thought Kansas City's defense was going to be. Yeah. And, and two, they had a down year. Uh, but I think in this offseason – they're probably going to go out and find a receiver. I don't know who they're going to go after. Um, uh, I can't imagine they go crazy and get somebody like Diggs, but they're definitely – I expect them to make a splash at receiver. Get some, get, I mean, get uh, T. Higgins there. is somebody that could end up there. That would be insane. That would be insane. That um, would be... And that was definitely going to open things up. If they get a true number one to go across from Rice, then, you know, uh, the sky might be the limit for that, you know? Yeah, I mean, you're looking at a – a scary, scary situation, definitely. Um, yeah, especially for <laughs> any any teams in the uh, in the West. So yeah, I mean, I think really that's all they're really missing is that other threat to open Rice up a little more. You know, instead of having to rely yeah. on that yeah. underneath well, stuff. I mean, and whether Kelsey stays or not, you know, he's definitely on the downslope. Yeah, yeah, you know? he's definitely so, aging out slowly. So they they need a. They're going to need somebody to be that that true number one receiver overall for the team. Yeah, so. Exactly. Um, but yeah, I think I think Mahomes is not. You know, he, I don't think he belongs this low. He's definitely like we talked about. He'll be drafted higher. Uh, golf is interesting to me because if I look at that line across the board, I'm taking Purdy and Love above Golf. But you said you take Golf above them. But I mean that line is is there's only one, two, three. Four four weeks total out of seventeen that he finished about twenty points, you know, and so that that's uh, yeah. I, it seems like it should be better somehow as a, as a top eight quarterback, but I just don't feel like I will say that the the lows aren't really there. He only had one week below ten. Yeah. So there there is he's it, the floor might be a little bit more solid, more secure, but there's definitely not a ton of upside. He's not winning you hardly any weeks. He's just somebody you can feel. Safe with he, to me, just, he reminds me of old school Philip Rivers. Yeah, you could just put him. You, in you knew he's going to get you fifteen to twenty five, and you'd yeah. be all right. Um, so I probably would still take Jordan Love and Purdy above Golf based off of what I'm looking at there. I mean, yeah, does I, that change your opinion? Now no, you, no I mean, at? I I don't know. I I like what the Lions as a team are doing, and the way that that's moving forward. I think that Golf is going to slowly start to move up a little bit. I mean, his. His point line here is probably – I bet it would be eerily similar to last year, too, um, where he's at because it was so – So that would be two years in a row the same. Years, it's it, been it about didn't the same. better. Yeah. And so I, year three, you know, that, I, I don't know. I, I, I mean, I look I, – I like golf. I just don't know. He yeah. is the truest of those three. If you're talking Jordan Love, Brock, Brock Purdy, Purdy, and Jared, Jared Goff, Goff if, uh, he is the truest pocket passer. Yeah, he is. And I, it, I mean, Love and, 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 and Purdy – they don't like to run, but when they do, it's not horrendous. Well, and the crazy part about this too, uh, let me let me bring this in too. If we were to put, let's say, Green Bay goes out and gets some recognition, get some names, they got like yeah, no receivers really. I mean, 
they got. I mean, I, they got I, I, I would argue as far as like. I mean, they don't have name like brand. fantasy, like like fantasy wise. I mean, but we, they got youth, but, and they got youth that's shown. Well, that's where that's where I'm going with this. As far as growing, you're looking at right now where oh. Brock Purdy and Jared Goff are. They're doing it with like name names. Like you got Amon Ra out there putting up points and Debo. And so you're McCann. speaking now. I'm to saying that love might might actually take a bump up. I may think of. Oh, so you're arguing with yourself? Now. I am. Okay, I, am. All right. I thought you was I'm arguing putting, with me. No, no, no. No, you're arguing. I'm putting, okay, my, I'm I'll sit back and let you work it It's like I'm just thinking like where, where they had where they are right now, and I'm kind of I was putting it down on love because they don't have a run game, but they may like actually open up with right. these people kind of grow. Well, with they're going to grow a year. Yeah. And, this and, is love's and first And if Watson year, can stay healthy. This is Purdy's essentially second year and a half. I mean. Dontavian Wicks came on this year. He's a rookie. Bo Melton showed up yeah, out yeah, of nowhere. Out of fucking he's, nowhere he's off the practice rookie. squad. They got two rookie tight ends that are pass catching apparently. Right. Tyler Kraft and Musgrave. So, I mean, I may be, I may have spoke too soon on Jordan Love. I may be taking him over them, especially if I can wait it off and get them. Right. If everybody else is on name recognition, they're grabbing the Purdy's and they're grabbing the, you know, Garrett Goffs and Mahomes, and I might feel better grabbing love. He might finish where he's at, honestly, or a little better now that I yeah. think about it. Especially if Aaron Jones comes back healthy, or they draft a they get. Uh, well, they're going to have to get another running back. I don't think uh, AJ Dillon's going to be there. Yeah, no, he's. I think Booty Cheeks is going to hit the yeah, road. They're not grabbing his contract or his yeah. fourth year. I think so no, he's um, going to go on somewhere. But so next one on the list, a guy you basically traded the two hundred one for in did. a dynasty you're in. I, I, looking at his uh, his line across the board, I feel like he has a pretty solid floor with a decent upside when he's on. The only things that would concern me the most is, A, right now he's technically a free agent. Mm-hmm. I do think Tampa's going to re-sign him. Yeah. I, 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 like I said to you on the phone the other day, I, I, I think it's going to be something like a three-year, $45 million with 26 of it guaranteed type deal yeah. that we're going to get with maybe the last year being voidable. And uh, and so you're going to get at least maybe two more years to feel confident about what he's doing in Tampa. But also his offensive coordinator, who we just talked about in the news, who kind of re- helped revamp him, just moved to, went to Carolina. Just went somewhere else. Yeah. And so, I, you know, you, you got to be a bit concerned about that. But it's not like Baker wasn't – Gino wasn't successful before, you know, Canals helped him. Yeah. Baker was successful. He'd already gone to the playoffs, had a decent rookie season. And so, and he, you know, and, and, and so I don't, I think at the 201 for any starting quarterback in the NFL in a super flex a is super a pretty flex. good yeah. trade anyway, especially on a team that has no fucking quarterbacks. <laughs> yeah, but, that was my team. But I do think there are concerns with Baker, um, you know, going into the next season of him falling off a little bit in this offense. But, you know, Mike Evans is still there. Of course, Chris Godwin's there. Um, the, Russell Gage is going to be back. And, uh, um, you know, and so I think that they have the poten- he has the potential to at least repeat. And if he repeats and does what he did, you know, it, it was yeah, generally the fifteen to twenty. Generally the fifteen to the twenty five, he was pretty solid. He did have a, on one week where he almost got you thirty, and then uh, he only had. If you look at this, he only had one week all season. He was under ten, so you know hmm. I, he wasn't. Uh, he he was fairly consistent to be where he was. I'm double checking this, but it looks like Mike Evans is going to be a free agent this year. Uh, no, I believe he's under contract. Yeah, he just got the bag like not like two years ago. It says uh, he was on a four-year deal that's done in 2024. Yeah, this will be his last year. 2024 he is the last year of his deal. Pretty sure. He's free agent this year. 
Um, okay, that's right. No, you're right. Gabe Davis. He, he did the interview where yeah. he said he wants to stay. So, so here's the other thing. They, if, if they, they want Mike Evans to stay, they better resign Baker. Well, that's what I'm saying. Well, that's what I was looking at. I forgot to – you know, you got to think about these weapons these people play with. But, um, but yeah, Mike Evans is a big part of why Baker Mayfield – did so well. And I mean, Baker Mayfield's a big part of why Mike, Mike Evans had did a good so year well. this year. So I'm hoping, you know, if that that's two contracts they're going to have to sign in this offseason to, to yeah. keep Baker at, you know. Yeah, but like I said, I don't think Baker's going to break the bank for them. Um, and, and, and Mike Evans, this is his probably his last yeah, hurrah. His last contract. For a contract. Yeah, a big one, do. anyway. So yeah. he's going to want to get paid. But he might he might take a shorter term deal. So you might could get them both on a three to four year deal. And that's yeah. And make make a make a little it, bit. Because this is coming off of a four year deal, and he I mean everything went. He's still balling. So uh, number ten on the list, Tua Tonga Viola. Um, he was a bit volatile. Um, the, the the splits about him and weaker defenses opposed to good defenses. Yeah. Um, you know it, it's it's tough. He did lead the league in in passing yards. Um, their offense. Was explosive at times, but they also, if they face good defenses, they fell off. Um, which makes you think that their scheme, as inventive and, and as great as it may be, it might be easier to defend when you have the right players. Yep. You know they want speed. If you got speed, which you. most good defenses have speed, then you can shut them down. You know if you, if you look through, but I will say, as far as two is concerned, except for the end of the year which is also at the same time Tyreek was dealing with some shit, yep. and Waddle, of course. He didn't drop below 10 any week. He didn't really drop below 15 much, but a, but a, a handful of times. But for the what that offense was, there also wasn't any super explosive weeks. Yeah. you know. And But you had said earlier that you think that that's tapering off. Is that just a gut feeling that you – I don't know. I'm just shading to it. I, I think their offense is – it, in the beginning of this season, it was like, oh, my God, look at the Miami Dolphins. Look what's going on here. They got all the fastest people in the world on their team, and shit's just going everywhere. But And then towards the end, and I don't know if it was injuries to Tyreek or to Waddle or if it's just the injury or if it's everybody started figuring it out. Like, it's it's yeah, same old card, same old card. And they're, they're playing it, and they started shutting down. Raheem Mostert was less and less yards. Same touchdowns. Fuck you, Raheem. But less and less <laughs> yards. You know what I mean? They were kind of they were slowing the run game down, and then when shut, without Tyreek, I don't, I don't know. I just if they don't have a hundred percent healthy team, Tua to me isn't going to get you the points you need out of him. Well, he definitely needs the speed, and he definitely needs the scheme. But yeah, there's some things you got to take into account too. I'm going to play a little bit of devil's advocate for you. Number one, this was the first year. If I'm not mistaken, yeah, because the year before, with he was missed a ton of games. So this is he had the, a couple games out. With yeah, so this is yeah. what well, this will be this third year going into the third year with Mike McDaniel's, right? Yes. Okay, so yes, I was wrong about that, but it's still you know he's still learning the offense and they're still learning the players and 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 all that stuff. But um, you know the other side of the coin is their defense is kind of doo doo buns trash, mm-hmm. and so if you if you if they improve their defense, that might hurt the fantasy side of it um, a little bit, but it might make him more consistent. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It might make it to where, okay, he's not getting you 30-point weeks, but he's staying around 20 every week because now they don't have – they're not in obvious passing situations. Yeah. So they can use their misdirection, their trickery a little bit better to their advantage 
and 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 keep the defense a little bit on their heels. But the the, the way that their defense played at times, especially against good offenses, they got into obvious passing downs, and at that point, their O line wasn't suited to provide enough protection for them to really do what they had to do. So, um, you know, it's going to be interesting. I don't think Tua's toast, but to your point, I don't think he's a top ten. I, uh, he's, he's definitely not who I would be looking at as a top ten quarterback next year. Starting this year, I think I saw a lot more. For lack of a better term, I'm going to just say underthrown passes, like passes that come up short because he can't keep up with his receivers, or you know, got. Tyreek had to come back to. I a mean, lot and, underthrown and is the, is that there is it, no better term. Oh, You're yeah. right. There is there and is then, a lack of a better term. I, well, I mean, <laughs> I don't want to like. I don't lack of a better term like that. Your go to. I didn't want to say like weak armed or anything like <laughs> yeah. this. You know, like, but I just I, I don't know. Like, I feel like, like a little bitch. <laughs> I just feel that there was a lot more this year of um, situations where the receivers kind of bailed Tua out on his passing game and everything, and that's not always going to happen. And, I mean, Tyreek's fast on fast, but he's also, like, weirdly skilled at seeing where the ball is no matter which direction he's facing. I don't understand. I watched him turn around and run back a yard to catch a ball that he wasn't even looking at it when he turned around. Like, (laughs) does that make sense? Like, it's – so, I mean, I just – I don't know. I think that that kind of starts to fade out. You're not – we're not going to see as much of this. But but to your your point, though, a better defense – doesn't mean they don't have to take as big a shots downfield. So right. they could take that. They, they play could, a more consistent. They could game. bring that back a lot and take a lot of that underthrown, you know, short arm whatever the, stuff and out. And then they can actually could actually be more efficient. There'll yeah. be a lot, and he could get he could have better stats, right. yardage, and everything. Just let his receivers be able to run instead of to come back and get tackled. Right. So I mean, Tyreek, you give it to him ten yards out, he can get you thirty yards. Right. But if you dish it to him thirty yards and you throw it twenty eight, he's only going to get you twenty seven because he's going right. to tackle when he catches. Gotcha. Him, having to come back. So I don't know. I just <laughs> I don't know. I'm just I I wasn't too uh, like I, I was strong on it. And I wanted him to do good, but I don't. It just didn't look. Amazing for fantasy wise, right? You know, this year they get a better defense. I do see things changing around a little bit. We're not going to spend a ton of time here. Number eleven, Sam Howell. Sam Howell is the um, imposter in the room. He a lot of what he was did was based a ton off of volume. Now I'll say this in Sam's defense: All right, he does have his faults. He holds the ball too long, but his O line was the literal worst, worst O line that's ever set foot on a football field. That'd be the uh, yeah. 2019 Bengals. O-line. Yeah, yeah. Well, th- th- that's the th- same those <laughs> th- that O line. Hold on, hold on. They're here actually. <laughs> yeah, I know, guys. I know. That O line is the fucking <laughs> Iron Curtain compared to what yeah. the Commanders. Yeah, they got it. O line was last. He year. got it. He got it bad. Yeah. yeah. And so um, they. Uh, they need to uh, they need to fix that, but obviously Ham- Sam Howell's not going to be their quarterback next yeah, year. They have the number two overall. They're going to go with somebody else. And so uh, I don't I project what well, unless he gets traded, we won't be ha- or somebody gets hurt, yeah. we won't be talking about Sam Howell too much next year. And it's a shame he he had his chance, but uh, you know I I don't know that he got a fair shake. It was a shit team. It was a team that's in a lot of transition, um, and so you know maybe maybe he can do the Baker. Or he can do the uh, Geno, and maybe at some point he'll find somewhere where he can go somewhere where he can kind of get coached up and, and maybe rejuvenate himself. One of these other teams that need a quarterback may take a shot at him, too. Yeah, it's a cheap I, shot just to yeah, see. Yeah, I mean, you, know, you know, I mean, could see somebody, uh, you know, depending on how the draft goes and who gets what and what gets who, um, you, you, could, see, you could see something 
Um, I mean, the Jets need a backup. I don't know if they go after Sam for that, but you could see something. Everybody's saying the Patriots are probably going to go after Daniel in the draft, and maybe they do, but if they don't, then maybe they make a a play for him. Um, You know, I I, I don't know. It's it's, – I think Sam Howell's better than what he's being made out to be, but he's sometimes these he's, guys get still, stuck in these shitty situations with these shitty teams, and then they player, get buried. Yeah, he gets yeah. buried down, and you don't. He showed a lot of, at times. Yeah. Oh yeah, he definitely flashed. Yeah, he if, flashed, if and he showed flash, potential. He and if the Panthers didn't have all their future invested in Bryce Young, yeah, which I hope he a, can eventually flash. I would be real keen on them going after Sam Howell just to see, you know. I mean, how would the Falcons go grab him? Possibly if Russ, cheap, you know, he could be Russ's backup. Yeah, exactly. Uh, speaking of that, Russell Wilson coming in at 12. He definitely had a better year this year. But, uh, you know, he didn't have any super highs. Um, he was okay. He was them consistent. Legs. Yeah. Them uh, doing them high steps um, <laughs> and, uh, it's, and, and all that. But, uh he never really killed you all season. He had one week where he put up just under nine, and then one week he put up just under 14. But he never really destroyed your team, but he definitely didn't just outright win you weeks. So, um, Number 13 on the list, C.J. Stroud. C.J. Stroud is going to be real interesting going into next season. Um, as much as he's been hyped up and talked up, if you look at his fantasy line in a four-point league, it doesn't look like the greatest, you know. Um it's like he had he had 9 21 20 21 14 15 12 41 20 18 30 16 and then the first round of the playoffs 3.6 yeah. but he also got hurt that game so um you know and then he did not play the last two games and uh, until week 17 so i mean he, he's in dynasty especially superflex he's definitely a target to go after cuz he obviously showed he can he can play he got his team in the playoffs but fantasy wise, he wasn't like if you listen to the fantasy, you know, community, community and everything. Yeah, this dude everybody's was, going after well, Stroud. He should get he should get the you know MVP. And it's like you look at him, it's like uh, he was he was good. He was a good football NFL quarterback. quarterback. Yeah, he was he's a good, good NFL football quarterback. quarterback. Fantasy was just, but that I think is going to change. I think it is going to get better for him. He's still figuring things out too. Yeah, he's, you know he's he's, he's definitely, rookie, but he's going to definitely be great. He's he, going to be a great. But again, as we've talked before, these pocket passers, yeah, it's, they're tough because they've got to get two fifty and two, or you're not having a good fantasy week. Yeah, exactly, because you're not getting anything with the legs. So, you know, you just got to hope. <coughs> uh, Trevor Lawrence, uh, this is a this could probably do. We could do a whole podcast on Trevor Lawrence, in that. I don't think he's ever going to be what we wanted him to be. Yeah, I think Trevor Lawrence is going to be Alex Smith. Yep. Not not like dump down, but I'm just talking about like just a just meh career wise. He's quarterback he's be a, is never terrible, but never great. He might get you to playoffs, but yeah. he's not going to win it. And At some point, Jacksonville be... probably after this next season, they're going to be like, all right, it's time to move on from Trevor. Yes, and they're going to be looking for somebody to put behind him. You know, he was supposed to be this and he's supposed to be that, but I don't know that he is this or that. I think he's just I. This is an example of, you know, people that come up elite and then get to the real deal and it just does it falls a little bit short. Yeah. I mean, because you get people who, who weren't elite coming up to it and then just show up and show out, you know. Mm-hmm. So you can, and this will be that other side of that coin where it's like, yeah, you were amazing all the way up to now, but just something isn't clicking right. 
yeah. to make it. It's not viable. That here. it, whatever it is, I don't. I don't know that Trevor's got it. Yeah. Um, I know that his growth was stunted because of his rookie season yeah. with horrendous coaching with Urban Meyer. But he's had a uh, he's had a, a couple few years under um, what's his lips McGee. That's I can't, my brain's just short circuits. I could draw if I was an artist, I could draw his face, but I can't think of his name. But the head coach um, there, who, who's the quarterback guru, and he's definitely been better. But he's just it's just not man. He's yeah. he, he's not anything special, and we're just waiting. And that's not to say that he can't get there. I just. I'm ready. It's it's yeah, like it's, it's time to get there, bro. Like it, the bus is in the the train's in the station. We're going into year four. Yeah. We should have at least seen some big flashes of this. Yeah. Like I've I've seen him have good games, but I've never seen him have going. Wow, did you see that game he just right? Threw? You know what I mean? Like right. And that's what you kind of expect out of that kind of a talent, you know, coming into it or whatever. All right. Um, I'm going to run through these real quick. Stafford, he's old, but when when he's got a running back and he's yeah. in the zone. When Kyron Williams is out there, yeah. dude is money. And he's got Puka. He's going to be money. <laughs> uh, Justin Herbert, yeah, dude's money. He got hurt. Um, it, like, I didn't realize he played that many games. I'm looking at his yeah. thing. I thought he only played like six games. <laughs> but he's, he came out the, the, the thing like a – like a gangbusters, but they got he came out good, and then yeah. he just kind of, he kind of fell apart a little bit, and then he came back, and then he fell off and got injured. So. Um, they haven't got a coach yet, right? I'm sitting yeah. trying to, I'm right, yeah. So we're still waiting for we're them still to sign a coach. To get a coach. Oh no, no I'm coach. sorry, they got Harbaugh. What am I thinking? Oh wait, <laughs> oh, that's, yeah, right. that's right. We talked that we did talk about. <laughs> we did talk about. Oh, that. Damn, you're right. Yeah, that seems like that was like seven months ago. Yeah, we All did. Right, so talk they got about Harbaugh there. Week. So I, he's definitely gonna bring some stability to that team. Um, so I think that I, I trust in that. He, I don't think Herbert's going to have to be the gunslinging, save us Herbert type player. Um, it, it might hurt fantasy, but it might make him far more consistent. We'll see how that goes. Justin Fields, I don't know where he's going to be next year. When yeah. he's on the field, he's money. Yeah. If you look at his, you look at his line, 15, 16, 11, 28, 33, 5. That's when he got and injured. Then he, yeah, that's when he got injured. And then he, and then he missed out. four more weeks. 21, 10, bye. 24, 11, 25, 25. I mean, he, he probably if he gets played you, the whole season, he'd be way up there. He'd yeah, be he, right there with the Dak, Jordan Love, Purdy. So at 19 a week, he'd have 80 more points at 310. He'd be up there right, right at Jordan Love. Yeah, if you went by his points per week, yeah. yeah. And so, yeah. I'm, and that's I'm, probably pretty close. I don't know who they played them weeks, but I know Badgett was putting up like 17, 18 points a week. So uh, I, I don't think Badgett was putting up that much, but he was he was all right. Um, well, I mean, yeah. I did. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. I badger, I don't think he put up more than 12 a week. Really? Yeah. I was thinking he had a couple big weeks, like three touchdown weeks. Like, no. God, no. He didn't? If he did, I'll I'll, uh, I'll chug a beer. Well, if he had that's 80, probably going to happen anyway. If he but, had three 83 touchdown weeks. 83? Uh, any, any week. Oh, I got you. I got you. So, uh, I'm just going to check because for some reason in my head I had him. And that's really the last one I'm to talk about. The rest of these are, are, are doo-doo brown town. Okay, so he had one week with two touchdowns and a rushing touchdown, and then one week with a passing and a, t- and a rushing. But yeah, he but put what, up what was fantasy points? 12, 13, 18, and 10. Okay, so or he had eight, an 18. Yeah, okay. he had an 18-point week, but still. I just I – I was, I was yeah. mis- That was the week he had two passing and a rushing – Oh, uh, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. It, so he had uh, – I mean, that's technically so, three. So Guess so I got a chug of beer. Well, I mean, I was thinking he had th- a three passing touchdown week for some reason, but that was my bad. Oh, but, uh, yeah, so there it is. There's the running backs. Oh, you know, I mean, running backs, quarterbacks. Uh, I mean, real quick, here's uh, here's some tight ends. We'll talk about them. Yeah, uh, there's not a lot out there. Laporta, boss. Kittle, it's strange. 
Yeah, now this Take might your luck. this might be. Hold on, let me skim over. Yeah, this is in standard. Let me check that. The half is that going to change anything? Yeah, Kelsey all of a sudden moves up to yeah, number two, Kelsey's which he two. he's he's his consistency is not very good. Yeah, uh, Hawkinson is still three despite. Um, I mean, I he guess missed, he, he, he only missed, he only missed week. a week. Yeah. Kittle somehow pulled it together towards the end, but he's still a roller coaster. That's so. an absolute roller coaster. In uh, Joku, somebody I'm actually targeting. Yep. Um, he fucking balled out towards the end of the season. Evan Ingram was fairly consistent throughout most of the year. I mean, he didn't have any like spike spike weeks. Um, you know, but he he wasn't horrendously bad. Uh, Cole Komet's, um I don't know. This it, that offense is in flux. I don't know who the quarterback's going to be. Jake Ferguson, yeah, I like him. He gets as long as Dak's there and he's there, I want it. Trey McBride, he's at the top of my buy list. Yep. Uh, Taysom Hill, I don't know. No, he's somebody. I play him in um, uh, best ball. He's one of those. That, yeah, but he's a best ball player to me. I, I couldn't yeah. draft him anywhere in redraft or I, if I already got him on a team, it's whatever. But it's yeah. still hard. If he's to on play waivers. Him. I'll grab him. You can't play him as yeah. hard. Uh, Mark Andrews, yes. Dalton Schultz, yep. I don't know. Uh, I think um, Brevin George is going to be taking his job. Mark Andrews, he was hurt. Um, but, yeah, he's fucking amazing. Yeah. Kyle Pitts, I, I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. There's I don't a know. Whole, there's, it's all, it's all going right to change yeah, now. It's all in the air right now. He might now. be a buy low if you can find somebody who wants to get rid of him. Yeah. Uh, Dallas Goddard, uh, I, don't, I don't know. I mean, I will say this. Their offense is about about to take off. They, they got um, – um, what's his lips? Uh, Kalen, Kalen, Mount, more, more, more. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, and, and uh, I keep thinking he's that quarterback. That Kellen, was, Kellen Moore, the, Kellen Moore. Yeah. The, the OC, he was a quarterback. He was well, a backup quarterback from Minnesota. And there, uh, there was a rookie that was just drafted last year. I oh think, no. Jaden. So, Jalen. Similar that. Shit, the name yeah. was similar, but every time I hear it, it's what I think of. But anyways, yeah. Uh, so yeah, their offense is about to go through a, a pretty major change. So he might be somebody you want to look into. Don't get yeah, he's awesome. Yeah, get him. Uh, if they start using him in the right way. Uh, and then that's basically all the ones I want to talk about. Any other tight ends you give a shit to talk about? I I'm buying a bunch of these low. But I mean, you got Tucker Craft, Luke Musgrave, Juwan Johnson. I don't know. Isaiah Darren Likely. Waller, Isaiah Likely. Kate Otten could potentially, you know, flash the show up yeah. in there. He picked up a lot at the end of the season. Just, you know, so. here, here's, the, here's the deal. For Dynasty owners, if you don't already know this, I'm just going to lay it out there for you. Just lay it out. You need to, if you don't have one of the top dudes, if you don't have Laporta, Kelsey, which, you know, I don't know what Kelsey is now, but we're just, we're just going to talk about in general. Hawkinson, Kittle, maybe Njoku in, in, in Ingram, and, and obviously uh, Mark Andrews. Outside of that, you better have like six tight ends minimum on your team. <laughs> exactly. You better uh, minimum. You better have uh, a Jawan Johnsons and fucking Chigakonkwo and yeah, I mean Tyler just, Conklin's yeah, and you just Con- people just that get them. Just, show up for just that get year. them and hold on to them, <laughs> and then you just play matchups. Figure out what teams are doo doo trash against tight ends, and then you just throw them in there and you hope, and you yep. say, all right, this is what a you know. And maybe you stumble on one. Maybe you find one. And and here's the other thing. Every rookie draft, every single rookie draft, take a tight end. I, I do. I, I normally at save my one. third and fourth. Or just, third or fourth. Yeah, I, I look at, That's why I luckily ended up with Sam Laporta so many places. Right. Because in the third round, I'm like, fuck it, I'll just take this guy. Yeah, you, you got know? just grab a tight end, yep. throw him on your taxi squad, or throw him at the bottom of your roster, and hope, hope. 
And and that's all you can do. And you yep. and, and sometimes you may have to hold on to those rookies for a couple of years. But don't don't dump them unless you you know, unless it's just an obvious situation, but even so, I don't know how you, you can get obvious. Man, it'd be like, because the next year it's going to be a Trey McBride, or next year it's going to be your yeah. Sam LaPorte. Well, like Mayer. Your... Everybody's off on Mayer right now. Mayer is what McBride was last year. Yeah. McBride was the hotness, and then nobody, and then he wasn't used, and then everybody's like, oh my God, this guy sucks, and then everybody's getting rid of him, and and, and, and then all of a sudden, uh, Kyler Murray comes out, and he only throws McBride. Only, only yeah. to McBride. And so yeah. McBride's now the offseason hotness. So you know what you should do? Go get Mayer. Yep. Pick him up. That team's in flux, and he was a highly drafted tight end. Yep. And then you throw him, and then maybe he's ta- you end he's up talented, him. and he just they yeah. got to figure it all out. we yeah. we got to get over this, oh, they have to perform – Excellently, yeah. in their and and Latou is somebody you should be interested in too. I know he's behind Kittle, but he was hurt all year. Yeah, so I got a lot of uh, Cameron, Cameron, Cameron Latou. Yeah, yeah Cameron I have a few of him too. He might be somebody you can get on some throw in on some deals. Send a fourth round. I'd throw I throw a yeah. fourth for Latou. Just get him. Just get tight ends. You got to do the shotgun approach, and you got to throw him on there. And then here's the, here's the thing you can do. This is a cool thing. If you get a tight end and he hits for two or three weeks in a row, you. You trade that motherfucker. Get, get you trade it for a third pick. round pick or you second round pick. You find, if you're in yep. a tight end premium, you find somebody who's fucking just dying for tight ends, and you're like, hey, here's Juwan Johnson. Yep. Give me your second round pick. <laughs> and then you end up with a 202 because the team you traded him to was trash and they thought they could still compete. So you traded him in week four. And yep. so, you know, that's how you work tight ends. And then you just play the tight end roulette and you just hope for the best. And you beef up the rest of your roster, and then you just hope that a tight end hits, and then you trade that motherfucker away. You get rid of him <laughs> as quick as possible. Yeah, any of those, any of those mid tight ends. As soon as they have two or three good weeks in a row, trade that motherfucker. I got a bunch of those. Yeah. I'm fitting to be trade dealing. that motherfucker as soon as they hit. I want to we trade that motherfucker yep. to a tight end desperate team. Uh, the guy who who only hit who only got two because he had Mark Andrews and then Mark Andrews got hurt. Yep. Hey, now I got I got you, I got one for you. Here's here's Luke Musgrave. Yep. <laughs> Come get Musgrave. Come get yeah. Tyler Conklin. Come yeah. get you know all these guys that yeah they're yeah. they're talented. But Hunter Henry, the, the way he started Hunter, out last yeah, year, exactly. Hunter Henry came out the gates. You could have got a second round for Hunter Henry. In a oh yeah. Premium. You definitely yeah. could have. He had so. some big weeks. And then you could have went and grabbed Tyler Conklin and been okay. And been just fine. <laughs> been the same as yeah. you were with Hunter Henry yeah. after the first few good weeks. So so here's the thing. Tight ends are the volatile penny stocks, yeah. okay? They're, oh, they're yeah. penny stocks, but they're volatile. But when they hit, you can sell that penny stock for 10 bucks. Yep, you got to get, get rid 10 of it. Bucks. You got to get your 10 bucks <laughs> you or you're going to be quick. broke. You got to get it quick. You, you can't hold it because yep. then you'll be back to a penny in a couple weeks. You'll be looking at like, <laughs> what was the guy we were talking about earlier, the... Dalton Schultz. Hunter Dalton Henry. Schultz. You'll be like Hunter Henry, <laughs> yeah. where he was putting exactly. up over 20 for two weeks in a row, and then he went then, to witness protection. Yeah, you didn't yeah. hear from him. And then all of a sudden he showed back up again yeah, for two <laughs> weeks. And then it's like, what in the world is going on? Yeah, here? he's like cryptocurrency. <laughs> he's like Dogecoin. At yep. one point, it's like $3 a coin. And then it's like, now it's probably like point zero 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 so um, we're going to shut it down. Yep. That uh, about concludes this episode of Just an Average Fantasy Football Podcast. Fantasy Football Podcast. Yeah, there it is. We're going to start working it in. With and two PHs. If yes, you're going to steal yes. our domain name, <laughs> two PHs. <laughs> That's my favorite thing ever. Oh, yes, yeah. two PHs. Look, all the Fs we use from now on. We're not use Fs anymore. Yeah, it's no. all PHs. We, we should. Our website is just going to be PH squared podcast. Yeah, and and, and, it, and it's P H U C K yourself. <laughs> exactly. 
Oh, so, all right. Oh, it's uh, even our fuck that guy segment can be PH fuck that guy. Oh God, I'm getting shirts made. Back up. <laughs> Holy shit! I hope we become big. Oh, if it's fantasy football podcast, and then fuck that guy. All oh PH, God! PH, PH, oh PH. my God! Oh man, we're gonna have to pay so much to have those shirts printed with all the letters. Nah, <laughs> I ain't gonna pay nothing. Oh, that's right. <laughs> I got this. Oh, but uh, yeah. So uh, we'll talk to you next week. After well, nothing's happening yeah, nothing's this week. This is a bye week. So, uh, but we could we could talk about some wide receivers. Yeah, we're gonna talk about some wide receivers next week and talk talk about what we feel and about then, them. And Super Bowl's coming up. So, yep, yep. And uh, we'll give our Super Bowl little teaser. We're gonna give our Super Bowl predictions yes. next week. I'm gonna try to predict the opposite of him so we can be different. Yeah, and then we can bet something on it. Yeah, that just to be different, because just for you know, content. Well, it's part of the script. Exactly, everything's we, scripted. We we definitely script all of our podcasts. One hundred percent, clearly. So, all right, y'all be good out there. Later. Holla.